hello and welcome to a podcast of things we did on the radio you catch me not quite ready actually i don't even know i mean i'm the one who press records it's my own stupid fault but i'm just about to pour a drink from the can into a bottle why would i do that steve what because you care that much about health and safety in the studio that you don't have open drinks near mixing desk of course not jesus whipped uh no but if i pour my drink into this bottle there we go and then what i can do Go over here and get my effervescent vitamin tablet. And then I'm going to put an effervescent tablet in a fizzy drink. Yeah, near a mixing desk. Because I'm a goddamn rebel. Um, so that's some vitamin D going in me. I do love the D. Um, but here's what we did on radio earlier today. Well, hello. It's another week. Another case of whatever this is. How was your weekend and all that? I mentioned that purely selfishly so that I get to tell you my story. Um, so over the weekend, I was, did some telly stuff on Saturday night. Did you see that? The newspaper review on GB? Nope. Okay, that's a shame. Uh, but the night before, I did a gig down in Eastbourne. And what I like about Eastbourne, you know, it's well known for being a retirement area. And after that gig... There's some material I might retire. So it lives up to its name. Um, but anyway, hopefully your weekend was all right. It was all right. On the show today, looking forward, never look back. If there's one thing I learned from CITV's nightmare is you can never go backwards. And also something weird about sidestepping. So on the show today, um, two stories about bites. Something has bitten Matt Hancock. And we're not going to revel in that at all much. A little bit. Oh, half the show. No more than half. A lot of the show. But also, there's another story about bites. So we're talking bites on the show. We're talking marriage. Not me and you. Calm down. We've only just met. But um, there's a thing in the news about marriage. And also, uh, there's a story about Angela Rayner. But I think we might have to leave that for podcast only. A little bit fruity. You know, this is the show that's keeping you up to date with everything to do with... I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Very much in the same style of, of as our uh, Strictly Watch. I don't watch it. I'm a celebrity, don't watch that either. But I do know Sean Walsh, who's in it. But he's not even... Imagine being Sean Walsh, going into the jungle thinking, everyone's going to be talking about my snog. And then you realise, Matt Hancock's there. He's out-snogged you. His snog it was a higher status snog. And we've talked about this before. That thing that we saw on the webcam, the office cam, where the lady with whom he was snogging, he seemed to be lifting a bottom up like someone was going to vacuum under it. But anyway, so the latest in what's happening in the jungle. Apparently Matt Hancock was bitten by a scorpion. Don't. No, come on. Come on now, no. Don't. Be, oh, no. No, be nice. Medical experts were consulted. And don't worry, the scorpion is fine. No, don't. Because that's. No, it's harsh. Other than that, I've not watched it, but I saw in the newspaper that, in fact, we might need the bleep machine for this because of all the different body parts that he's been eating. So, so far, Matt Hancock has eaten a sheep's... Ooh, it's a bit louder, that, doesn't it? Um, he's also eaten a... What was the other one? A cow's and a camel's... It just goes to show you are what you eat. No, come on, don't be like that. No, come on now. Uh, the theme of the show, as it transpires, is bite-related. Because, this in the news, nine people ended up in A&E last year because of being bitten by crocodiles. This is in the UK. If there's one thing I thought I was safer from in the UK, crocodile attack. Crocs, different. If someone, you know, comes at me and uh, beats me up because I've insulted their footwear, I expect that, because I am brutal about them. 
You look like you're wearing jelly shoes from the 80s. Um, honestly, you wear Crocs. You look like you're a, a hospital porter. What are you wearing them for? Anyway. But apparently, they were among hundreds of people hospitalised in the UK after being nipped or stung by animals and insects. Other unusual admissions include those needing treatment for injuries caused by plant thorns or sharp leaves. Sharp leaves? What? What? And then again, I suppose I'm thinking of just like lettuce. Oh, no, I've been cut by a dock leaf, you idiot. But I suppose you can get a bit of a thorough lashing from the mother-in-law's tongue. Uh, last year, 50 people went to casualty after being nipped by spiders. And this is why we're talking about this. Basically, I'm going to ask you, ever been bitten by anything? Because I was bitten once in, on... Have I told you this story? I was bitten by a spider in the UK. And you think, but the spiders in the UK can't bite. They can, but our skin is too tough. But this one, I breathed it in and it got stuck at the back of my throat. And the skin there is soft enough that it bit me. Oh, and it all swelled up and I was like, oh, talking like that for a few days. So, just don't trust spiders. That's what I'm saying. I mean, don't attack spiders. They suffer enough. Some of them have to be in the jungle with certain people. But just watch out. At Mr. Stephen Allen, if you're still using Twitter, if Elon's not put you off yet. We're talking about bites because apparently loads of people have ended up in hospital. Like, two, nine people were attacked by crocodiles. And it, I think these are pets. People buy a pet crocodile. Or maybe not. Maybe someone's shoes weren't quite as dead as they thought. I don't know. Was one of them Jimmy Nail? Can we look into this? He wants to watch that out, doesn't he? But apparently um, there were also uh, 27 people that had encounters with jellyfish or other marine creatures. Partially I blame global warming. I preferred it when the climate was such that we are the apex predator in this country. Not many animals can take you down, but the warmer it gets. Sue says, because I was asking, ever been uh, done by anything? Sue says, many years ago, I got a rash from a caterpillar. Oh no! What well, one of those, what you want to be careful if you touch your eyes after those ones. They can be quite... You're right though, it does feel a bit rubbish being bested by a caterpillar. Which animals have ever one-upped you? A caterpillar. Not even the full-on moth. Basically, you were beaten up by a kid. Good news for folks around here. In the papers, hard-working East End types are the most productive in Britain. Would you consider yourself to be an East End type? We're in the right neck of the woods, aren't we? A study found that um, they generate more money than City of London bankers. People in the East End of London, and you know, we're near enough and we're going to claim some of these points, add £65.92 per hour to the economy, nearly double the national average of £33.37. Imagine how much people around here would be contributing to the national economy if they actually declared it all. Oh. You know, the cash work. Wow. So, <clears throat> that's good news, I think. When it comes to knowing that we make this nation better in terms of productivity, come on, pat yourself on the back. The East Enders is what it's talking about. In fact, the actual East Enders probably add quite a lot to the economy as well, because... Everyone goes down a laundrette. Honestly, buy yourself a washing machine, save loads. But no, keep that economy going. Entertainment news, one of the most crucial areas of news. And that's why it's an absolute pleasure to bring you the latest by speaking to my friend what knows what he's talking about. It's Larry. Hello. Hey, Stevie. Larry, good to hear from you. What have you got for us? Kerry Katona is in the news and she has a money-saving tip for us this winter. Hang on, are you confusing her for Martin Lewis again? They don't even look alike. No, actual Kerry Katona. 
Right. The short man with dark hair who pronounces the word year weirdly. No, that's Martin Lewis. Okay, you've passed the test. Carry on. What wisdom does she have for us? She said that she's gained weight lately and says that will keep her warm this winter. So she's reinvented what bears do, hibernating. She said it's better to eat more and get more insulation. You know what? When you put it like that, it makes a lot of sense. In fact, if the people who keep blocking the M25 were saying I should get that kind of insulation, I'd support their protest too. Uh, Listen, thanks for the update. We'll speak soon. Okay, toodles. It's a shame we left it so late in the show, I suppose. Otherwise, we could have had a great phone-in about marriages. Maybe tomorrow. Couples will soon be saying I don't as marriage falls out of fashion. Researchers say that in 40 years' time, annual marriage rates will have fallen by more than 70%. Firstly, we should acknowledge that whenever a news story predicts things 40 years in the future, it's got to be wrong. No one can predict. Come on, 40 years? But also, none of us are going to go back and find this news story and check it, so that's why they get away with it. But they've looked at it, and apparently uh, we are seeing a huge reduction in the marriage rate. I used to do a joke on stage that was something like, "One um, one in three marriages end in divorce. But that means the rest end in death. So if you've been divorced, cheer up. Um, So there is that to look into. it. And they did change the divorce laws, didn't they? So that now you can get the no-fault ones, which makes it sound more like tennis. But if anything, that should increase marriage rates. Because why not? You get married because you can get unmarried quite easily. Just You don't even have to worry about splitting up the CDs anymore. But So that's the prediction that in the future, no one's going to... People won't be bothered getting married. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask... What was the reason that you got married? But I know what you like, so I think it's probably good that we didn't get around to listing those, because it's going to be a lot of people getting in touch saying, well, I do like wedding cake. And that's probably about it, isn't it? So, yeah. uh, A little while ago, we were discussing some of the wisdom of Kerry Katona, so I suppose we should set it up properly previously. Previously, in the week. Kerry Katona says she's gained two stone. She is now... We heard, heard this from Larry. She's now not worried about the winter as much why turn the heating on where you can just have blubber which did make me realize yeah i'm ready for i'm set for this do your worst cost of living crisis however also in the news the nation faces stubble trouble as the cost of living crisis hits the bookings for waxing and hair removal treatments have been put on the back burner as people struggle to pay household bills in part good if you can't afford that was the classic thing they say in the news heating or eating It shouldn't be heating, eating, or depilating, or whatever it's called. I can't think of a better word for it. The raving or shaving. It shouldn't be... One of them's plucking, and I don't know what else to pair that one up with. But the point is... (laughs) Honestly, we're going to end some paths that I've got no idea about. People are deciding to not have their hair removed as much to save money. Because it can't... I guess it's expensive, I don't know. Mother Nature ruined my hairdresser attempts, so I don't need to go there anymore. And the rest of it, I don't really care about. But I suppose because I do have hairier places than I used to when I was a young man. No one ever warns you that when you get to a certain age as a bloke, you've got to keep an eye on your back, back and shoulders. Stuff starts to happen around there, man. So I ordinarily would feel bad about this, but if we mix this in with what Kerry Katona was saying, it's good that I'm not removing anybody here because it's a little bit like wearing a jumper. You're welcome. Greta, I'm saving the planet in a very disgusting way. Ugh. And that's your podcast. Oh, no, I did promise. <clears throat> My throat. Oh, vitamin D's not helped, has it? Um, Angela Rayner had a boob job, apparently. 
and uh, she borrowed the money for it. She said she did it because hers looked like two boiled eggs in socks. I mean, I like eggs, but I see your point. Uh, Labour's deputy leader said that she spent £5,600 on the operation for a 30th birthday. Look, uh, some people on social media are judging people for this. Nah, mate. It's your body. You do whatever whatever makes you feel good about yourself. I had laser eye surgery so that I don't have to look, you know, don't have to wear glasses. It's not improved me much. I get that. But no one ever tells you this. But the downside about getting laser eye vision is that all of a sudden your eyes are really sharp. So that as soon as you get out of the shower... In the old days, my blurry vision before I put my glasses on meant I just saw a soft outline line of what I looked like in a mirror. Got lasered and I was like, oof, age has not been good to me. But anyway, Angela uh, borrowed the money. That's the shocking thing for me, though. She had to borrow five grand to have the... Um, hmm, interesting. Something dot 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 inflation. You do your own jokes in there. But uh, yeah, I'm all for it. And it's not the first time you can look at the Houses of Parliament and notice the tits on the front bench. Now, <clears throat> I wasn't going to do that joke on the show, was I? But I think it's valid when you think about some of the politicians. Anyway, subscribe to wherever you found this. Tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen. And until next time, bye.